This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series. Joining you at 8am back with you after a day's hiatus. I can only say sorry that I wasn't available yesterday. Uh, I've not been uh, in the best of uh, health, as many of you know. And thank you for all of the the kind messages that you've sent through. So you're going to have to bear with me. I'm also not at home, hence why you're seeing me in, in unfamiliar surroundings. So forgive again for that. Uh, if you could drop a like on the video, that'd be great, and subscribe to the channel as well. We've got lots to talk through. Um, it's not going to be the longest show in the world because, uh, yeah, I- I'm not on top form, so I can't promise I'll be sticking around as the usual half an hour, but uh, we're going to try and get through as many of our stories as we can and hopefully even take some questions at the end. If you hear some sniffles and me needing to take a drink again, I can only apologise, but it is necessary. So uh, let's kick off as also by telling you to go and subscribe to the Arsenal Way. They'll be live over there at 10 a.m. Uh, there's also some really good interviews and discussions going on around Fabio Vieira, which we'll come on to in a little bit. But there's a lot more on him to come on the Arsenal way as well. Uh, we kick off, though, with the story about Lucas Torreira. As we know, he won't be returning to Fiorentina next season. What he will be doing is probably moving back to Italy. Both Roma and Lazio have spoken to uh, the Uruguayan international. They both are interested in taking him on uh, for next season, probably permanently. Arsenal are only interested in doing a permanent deal. They don't have any interest in doing a loan deal whatsoever. He's only got the year left on his contract, so it would make complete sense they want to get him onto a long-term contract and a long-term sale. But uh, you can expect probably to see Torreira move on, but it might be until the end of the window rather than specifically earlier on. I expect this is one that's going to drag on throughout the season. Um, Nuno Tavares could yet leave Arsenal uh, this summer. Interestingly, Atalanta have been linked with quite a significant move for the fullback. He was linked with 40 million euros, which when you consider we bought him for 7 million, that would be quite the quite the profit if Arsenal were to get anywhere close to that. I don't think he'll go anywhere near that. But that is the report from Italy, specifically claiming 40 million euros is what Arsenal would be asking for. I think if Arsenal can double their money on Tavares, they'll be happy with that. But they'll be looking to try and get as maximum profit as feasibly possible as we try and change the way in which we look at the way in which we're selling and, and loaning players 
because we've obviously lost so much money on these types of players, letting them go so early on in their careers. Moving forwards to our next story, and Eddie Nketiah is set to sign this brand new contract with Arsenal. He's also going to be set to take on the number 14 at Arsenal, which is quite significant because if it doesn't hit you straight away, what specifically that number 14 means for an Arsenal player, well, it should do, uh, quite frankly. So he will be taking Thierry Henry's former number by signing that contract. Theo Walker, of course, took it after him, but it's been vacant ever since Pierrick Aubameyang, of course, left the team. It's expected that the number nine will be given to one of our strikers that we signed this summer, but Eddie Nketiah will be Arsenal's number 14, it seems, next season. Moving forward again to our next story, Victor Ozimhen, despite the links with Gabriel Jesus, which we'll come and talk about in just a second, Victor Ozimhen uh, is still being linked with a move to Arsenal. And there are some reports claiming that Arsenal will still consider trying to sign the player, even if they're able to renew both Eddie and Ketia's contract, and also if they're able to get hold of Gabriel Jesus. If this is true, it's quite the statement being made by Arsenal if this does indeed happen, because as we know, signing up Eddie Nketiah to a brand new contract, then also getting Gabriel Jesus at the club, plus a Victor Ozymen would be quite the forward line if Arsenal were able to do it. I would be very, very, very surprised if Ozymen turned up at Arsenal next season. But uh, I'd be much more comfortable seeing him in the number 14 shirt than Eddie Nketiah, that's for sure. Now, Yuri Tielemans continues to be linked with Arsenal and there are reports that claim that Arsenal are still very confident of getting this deal done. The possible deal for Fabio Vieira does not affect this in any way. He remains Arsenal's number one target for the specific number eight position in the central midfield. And, you know, it makes sense. They've been chasing him for a long time. They're in constant discussions with his camp. They are still yet to make a bid, however, to Leicester, although that is expected to change in the coming week or so. So I'm looking forward to seeing Yuri Tielemans hopefully in an Arsenal shirt come next season. But Fabio Fiera will not affect how Tielemans or when Tielemans comes into the club. Now, our, mo- our penultimate story, sorry, is, is continuing to look at Gabriel Jesus. The Brazilian international Manchester City striker is expected to join Arsenal very shortly. Arsenal have agreed a €50 million Euro deal with Manchester City, which is around £42.9 million. Pounds. He's now away on holiday after having his future sorted out. And it's expected that he will join Arsenal within the month or so. Arsenal getting some really good early business done. And Gabriel Jesus, we will continue to bring updates on this. But I think you can probably put your nerves at ease at this point, as it seems very, very likely indeed that Gabriel Jesus will be becoming an Arsenal player. And finally, our headline story, the guy that you are not, I know a lot of you have wanted to discuss since this really came out of the blue yesterday. Arsenal have agreed a €35 million Euro plus €5 million Euros in add-ons deal for Porto's 22-year-old exciting attacking midfielder Fabio Vieira. I know next to nothing about him, I'm going to be very honest, but that is set to change this afternoon, this evening, when we do our tactical breakdown. We've already secured some expert insight for you guys, so we'll be looking to do that uh, a little bit later on today, uh, probably later on this evening, and uh, we're going to get some expert insights and comparisons. And I'd like you to let me know in the comment sections which players you'd like me to compare him to. Of course, Martin Odegaard comes to mind straight away because he plays in that attacking midfield role. Yuri Tillemans, I'm not so sure because they are different types of players, but we're going to be looking to compare them to some players as well that we've been linked to. So if you've got any suggestions, make sure you leave it in the comment section after the live show has finished. But Fabio Vieira is set to join Arsenal this summer. Uh, a really surprising player. And I have no idea how this went so under the radar for so many. It was obviously 
reported out of Portugal yesterday afternoon. And then all of a sudden, very quickly, it was confirmed by all of the usual suspects that we've come to expect. But from I, I text a fair few people um, specifically talking about um, talk, talking to a few Portuguese contacts that I've got, and they could not rate him any higher. He's considered the most exciting player in his age bracket in Portugal. Uh, a friend of mine uh, speaking out of Lisbon basically turned around and said he's better than Bruno Fernandes. And this is coming from a guy that was a sporting Lisbon fan. Uh, so he knows all about Fernandes and he reckons he's got more uh, potential than him, which is quite the statement. So it's it's an exciting signing. I'm hoping and looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring us in an Arsenal shirt next season. And we can probably expect an announcement on this from the club in the coming weeks, maybe even sooner. But it's a really good early business being done by Arsenal. And that completes today's stories. We are going to take a few of your questions. Uh, again, apologies for those that have joined late. Apologies that there was no show yesterday. I'm still not 100% well at all. And I am currently away at the moment. So uh, do forgive me for that. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. We'll take some questions after this short break. Okay, let's jump into the chat box and see what you guys are saying. Uh, Sasha says, is it time to uh, to kill these option-to-buy deals? What do they do except lower the players' value further? Think Fiorentina has agreed a £15 million for two years, but thought they'd offer £7 million and now he only has a year left. I've never been a big fan of loan with options to buy. I don't think it gives the selling club any control in the transfer whatsoever, and it gives all the control to the buying club. They can decide whether or not they want to activate the deal and they get a player on loan for a season as well. I would, for one, be very open to Arsenal getting rid of those. If it's an obligation to buy, then there's more sense to it. But an option, only if you're bringing in a player on loan with an option to buy, should Arsenal be getting involved with it, in my opinion. Uh, Marley says, how can people be excited about a signing they know nothing about and who could underperform? I think because they've probably looked, Marley, at what some of the people who do know more about and they've read uh, and listened to what other people have had to say. Uh, they've also been able to look at some of the clips and the videos of him, of course, which is always going to be a little bit biased or well, very biased towards his highlights. But uh, look, I think it's one of those exciting signings that Arsenal can make that you hear from from people who are in the actual know about these types of players and when they rave about him, it gives you a reason to be excited. I think this is a really interesting one for Arsenal to make. I think it gives Arsenal depth. It gives Arsenal competition. It gives Arsenal an option they didn't necessarily have before. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings to Arsenal next season. Uh, Payo says, if Arsenal don't do a double announcement of Enketia and Jesus calling each other, I'd be so disappointed. Uh, Biela says, who's your choice as Partey backup? I don't think we're going to be signing a Partey backup. I think Arsenal have got a lot of options in that position already. You've got Partey, Xhaka, Lekonga, Elneny can all play in that role. I don't think we're going to be signing anyone in that position. So I don't think you should get your hopes up if that is what you're hoping to see Arsenal do this summer. That said, I didn't think we'd be going for another attacking midfielder on top of a Yuri Tielemans. So who knows? We'll have to wait and see if anything changes. Daniel says, does it show that what Edu and Arteta wants to do is not made fully public? The Gabriel Jesus links were probably more from the City reporters. You know, I, I sat on the channel, I sat on a number of shows and I literally said, I'm chill about the situation. I'm very, very chill. I'm not going to lose my head about this. I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm not going to get annoyed. I'm just going to get, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait until the end of this month because I said if Arsenal didn't get their business done before the first pre-season game, 
that's when I'd start to get a bit panicky. I wasn't going to jump on here and start ranting and raving about Arteta and Edu not getting their business done early or losing my mind because Spurs and Liverpool and Man City are doing business. I was confident that Arsenal would do some early deals and that seems to be what's happening. And I think that Edu and Arteta obviously want to do as much of this behind the scenes as feasibly possible so that we only find out about these at the last minute. Obviously, Spurs were very interested in Fabio Vieira as well and Arsenal wanted to keep this deal on the down low, on the quiet, as much as they could. And they definitely succeeded with that. Uh, Ronald says, top target next summer. If we get Champions League, I say Ozzyman or Nkunku. If Nkunku is still at RB Leipzig next season, obviously that would be one that we have to try and go for. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, if the if this player is a surprise to you, do you think there could be a couple more? Absolutely. I think that this is the type of signing that gives you that encouragement that we don't necessarily know or get hinted at all of the possible deals that could get done this season. And I'm hoping to see that happen significantly more than what we have done. Uh, Mohamed says, Tom, does this affect the Tielemans deal? No, as far as we're aware, it does not affect Arsenal's chase of Yuri Tielemans and the club are still very confident of trying to get that deal done. Jasper says, can you take a look at the fact that Fabio has apparently played right wing, left wing, cam and left back? Want to see if he's really this versatile. It's something that we'll certainly be looking into in this evening's tactical breakdown show. Uh, Matthew says, Tom, I know some Arsenal fans now gleefully expect Xhaka to leave. I think we need to keep him on top of new signings. I agree with you, Matthew. The idea of strengthening your squad is different to replacing players in the squad. If Arsenal want to compete upon all the competitions we've got, and there's four of them next season, we need to make sure that we've got a very deep and quality squad. You don't do that by taking one player out and bringing one player in. You strengthen by adding quality. Sure, you can move some players on, and we probably will do that this summer. But Xhaka's not a player I'm looking for Arsenal to move on this season. He will still be an asset for us, that's for sure. Uh, Hector says, give us a realistic window for my football manager. Say, um, I think what's realistic is to expect Arsenal, to, as I said before, to spend a similar, similar amount to what they spent last summer. The 150 million mark, I think, is a realistic expectation. And that will obviously encompass the two midfielders, two strikers, a versatile fullback, the goalkeeper that we've already been linked to, uh, and possibly a wide forward on top of that as well. But we're going to have to wait and see because we're still being linked with uh, several forwards like Ozymen, even though it looks like we're going to get done that striker situation as well. Thank you to the over 1,200 of you that are tuning into the show live. Uh, apologies, it's not the most uh, professional show in the world doing it from a hotel room whilst I'm pretty darn ill, but I do appreciate you doing that. So if you could drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. We actually hit 33,000 subscribers yesterday as well. So a massive thank you to everyone that's continued to help support the channel and has sent some very nice messages through, even when I haven't been able to do the shows as well. So thank you, everybody, for that. Chris says, morning, Tom. Watch every morning show, but always driving, so never get a chance to chat. Keep up the awesome work, up the gunners. Thanks, Chris. Much appreciate that. Adriano says, Arsenal and Porto fan here. He's a top addition. He can play everywhere. Right wing, cam, left wing, second striker. It gives a lot of options to play in a dynamic way. And that's the thing. I don't think you could... I'd be surprised if there's anyone complaining about bringing in a player that we've already got players in the same positions because we know that we need to strengthen. We know that we need to add more options. We know that we need to be able to rotate and give Saka a rest and give Odegaard a rest and give Martinelli a rest and also bring in plenty of quality at the same time. I would struggle to see anyone criticising us bringing in a player and going, oh, I don't know where he's going to play because he's a player that is very versatile, as we clearly can see. And he's going to give Arsenal plenty of options when we look to kind of challenge in several different positions and competitions. 
next year. Uh, Parv says, hi, Tom. How is the Yuri Tillemans deal advanced when we haven't even bid yet? Could you please explain this? I think the term advanced is subjective. You know, it's, it could be advanced in terms of talks with the player. But for me, a deal has to be advanced once you've made a bid and once both both kind of parts of a possible transfer are completed. If you consider the deal in three senses, you've got the two clubs and you've got the player. The player, the club that wants to buy that player has obviously got an agreeing a deal with the club and has got to agree in a deal with the player. And if you've only got one of those two, which in this case, it seems the player is very open to joining Arsenal, but Arsenal haven't yet agreed a deal with Leicester, I would personally not describe that as advanced. Uh, it's it's opinion-based, it's subjective. And I don't think you should be losing your mind over that criticism either. Adnan says, hey, Tom, I think we should not panic as clubs do deals in silence. So let's see at the end of the season or the window uh, all other things and speculations. Remember Sol Campbell and Meza Ozil? Absolutely. But the thing is, for this window, Arsenal definitely, definitely need to try and get their business done before that first pre-season game on the 8th of July. Um, Weedy says, Tillemans won't come. Arsenal don't sign players heavily linked with us. Uh, Ronald says, don't see us going for Rafinha now. Our options at right wing seem like Saka, Vieira and Martinelli. I'd be surprised if we now went for Rafinha as well on top. But we'll, let's wait and see. You never know. Vishal says, uh, do you see us signing another nine? Getting Jesus is brilliant, but we need an out and out number nine. What are your thoughts? I don't think so. I would be very surprised if Arsenal went and signed uh, Nketiah onto a new deal, Jesus onto a brand new contract. Maybe a wide forward that can play in the middle, you know, like a Gakpo or someone like that. But I don't see us going out and signing another out-and-out striker on top of uh, both Jesus and Nketiah. Uh, Matt G says, uh, has any team signed two players from another club in one window? Thinking about Jesus and Zinchenko. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I can't name you off the top of my head, but absolutely it's happened. Um, I Didn't we sign Danny Sabas and Martin Erdegaard in the same season? Um, maybe not in the same window, but certainly in the same season we signed both of them. So, yeah, I think... I think you have seen club side two players from the same club in the same season. Um, Mohamed says, we need to prioritise our left-back situation, don't you think? If Tavares leaves, then definitely. You know, if Tavares stays, then not as much. But I think that having a versatile fullback in that can cover at left-back and right-back is certainly going to help Arsenal. Eastern Hunter says, morning, uh, Harry does come back from my run. Uh, did you say morning? You're calling me Harry Simeon? Wow. Uh, I mean, I know me and Harry are, are good mates, but uh, I've never been called Harry before on the show. But thank you. <laughs> uh, Adriano says, uh, to the Jesus topic, I see B, uh, I see Jesus and Nketiah and Martinelli as the options at striker. I don't think we're getting any more. I absolutely agree with you. I don't think we will. Uh, Akshat says, we signed Pratt and Anderson from Sampdoria in the same window. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, Parv says, it, oh, I remember that. That Anderson and uh, and Pratt deal that's hilarious. I mean, when Anderson went to Fulham and Pratt ended up going to Leicester, very interesting indeed. Paul says exactly. You're absolutely right. Like many journalists, like Fabrizio too, says the deal is advanced when like a bid has already been made, and it's only when you've obviously got that uh, that full agreement. But some people like to make fake hype. Uh, look, saying a deal is advanced is obviously going to put different thoughts into people's heads. But I would say to someone. I would only describe a deal as advanced once a bid has been made, once talks are progressing with the player and you've got some kind of agreement with both parties. That's when a deal is advanced for me. But it's subjective and people have their own opinions about it. Uh, Freddie says, do you think we'll get Jesus done today? I'd be surprised. 
Um, I don't know when they're going to announce it, but I'm, I'm very confident that you're going to see him get, you know, brought in in the next couple of weeks or so. Daniel says, away from transfers, if we don't make Champions League but have a solid summer window and see genuine progress on the pitch, how would you feel towards Arteta? Um, still pretty bad, to be honest. I say still pretty bad in the sense that I'm not feeling bad about him at the moment. But for me, the expectation has to be Champions League qualification next year. Whether that's through a top four finish or a Europa League win, we have to target Champions League football next season. It's just it's just a solid fact at this point. Like that has to be the expectation. We have to continue to progress, especially if we're you know spending 150 million pounds in back-to-back summers. You have to be looking to progress. And we finish as high as we can without qualifying for the Champions League this season. So, yeah, we still have to absolutely try and qualify for the Champions League next year. Uh, Wilson says, why on earth is Piers Morgan moaning about Arsenal? Ah, it's just agendas, agendas, isn't it? Josh says, all this transfer news and we haven't even mentioned the new fixtures. Yes, I wanted to do a show dedicated to that. And, of course, if I was well enough to do it yesterday, I would have done. Um, but we'll probably do a podcast over this weekend at some point trying to do uh, a discussion around the fixtures. But I'm pretty happy about it. What I do think um, is that obviously we need to look at trying to win as many of those opening fixtures because they're very winnable. You know, we can definitely build up a run of wins in the first few games. It's annoying going away to Crystal Palace in the first game of the season, but I think it's definitely still a winnable game. We want to get revenge for what happened last year. So hopefully we can end up doing that. Saladin says, one question, Tom, how's the health? It's it's on the way up. You know, I'm, I'm improving. I'm a lot better today than I was yesterday. Uh, Stephen says, what about Lino Sosa at left-back? Everyone seems to have forgotten about this January signing. He's still a long, long way off being first-team quality, Stephen. But he might get some chances in the senior team this year, either in the Carabao Cup or maybe even in the uh, in the group stage as well. MVR, what time do you usually get up to make the show? Usually about seven. Um, so up a little bit earlier before that and then make the show around seven. So it's a commitment to get these shows out for you guys every day. Um, we are going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much for tuning in. There's nearly only 1,400 of you listening to this. Thank you so much for the support. Again, sorry for sounding so awful today and that you don't have the usual surroundings as well. If you could drop a like on the video, I'd really appreciate it. I'm hoping to bring you a tactical breakdown on Fabio Vieira a little bit later on today, and then we'll be back tomorrow morning with another 8 a.m. show, as always. We do these every single day as much as we can. Uh, to keep you updated with all the latest Arsenal news. Do drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates are around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mook delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.